G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. It has been a significant week, hasn't it? And some more reflection today on the significance of one of those servants of God who died earlier this week. Ravi Zacharias passed away, uh, entered into the presence of the Lord after a battle with sarcoma, a rare form of cancer in his spine. He had travelled to Houston for chemotherapy treatment after the cancer was found by surgeons performing back surgery and he was subsequently sent home to Atlanta after oncologists determined the cancer was too advanced for continued treatment. Well, there are a lot of tributes to Ravi Zacharias that are flowing through. He was a great Bible teacher, a great Christian apologist. Well, Christian cultural commentator Bill Muhlenberg has been reflecting on some of the outstanding quotes of Ravi Zacharias, written a number of articles this week. Bill, welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, you've written a number of articles, and ordinarily that would mean that you hold him in very high esteem. In fact, I think you've got a wonderful library of Ravi Zacharias' books. Yeah, well, absolutely. Uh, Well, it's not just me, of course. I think millions and millions of Christians worldwide have held him up with the highest of esteem. Uh, Yes, I think I've got all of his books. He's done over 25, and I've got them all and have treasured them. And so, yeah, in in my various articles I did on him this week, I uh, just featured, you know, one quote after another. There's so many, it's, you know, you could easily do hundreds, probably thousands of first-rate quotes from Ravi Zacharias, not just his books, but his talks. And of interest, it's just to show how uh, deeply loved and respected this great man of God was. Uh, when I did my very first piece, uh, kind of a obituary, if you will, or eulogy, uh, and posted it, uh, I think within about 10, 12 hours of it being posted on my site, it was already shared well over 2,000 times on Facebook. So for me, that's an indication this man has had such an impact for Christ in the kingdom. He was held up in such high regard by so many, including myself, that, yeah, we've uh, lost a real champion for God. Bill, let's talk about Ravi Zacharias, because he had such a turn of phrase. He had such a wonderful vocabulary, and as you know, Uh, that when you are a defender of Christian faith, you have to have your mind across not only the theological issues, but the philosophical issues, the sociological issues. Uh, There's all sorts of dimensions. But he had a wonderful turn of phrase and was able to capture wisdom from so many different locations and bring it all together to help us understand more deeply our faith. He was a wonderful uh, person with a turn of phrase that could really capture your imagination. Yeah, well, like all good speakers and writers, uh, he was, uh, well, he was a student. He was a reader. 
He studied uh, lots. Um, it's interesting. I a while back uh, did a review of his autobiography, which came out uh, I don't know twelve years ago now. And partly in my review, I noted well, we're kind of similar in many ways. Actually, when he was a kid, a high school student, he was very average didn't get good grades, had no interest in studying, and it was the same for me. He got saved at 17, I got saved at 18, and that changed things big time. Then he went on, right, to study. In fact, we both studied at Trinity in Chicago, for example. Uh, You know, we both got into it, loved to study, loved to read, and that's what made him such a champion. And that's what any great apologist has to be, somebody who will read a whole lot, study very hard. Uh, You know, you just have to be in it all the time. And another thing that I got a chuckle out of as I read his autobiography, uh, he was talking about how, you know, whenever he had any spare money, he'd go to the bookstores and buy books. And uh, sounds just like me. I thought, hey, my wife complains, you're spending more money on books than we're doing on uh, groceries for the month. So, uh, yes, he, well, he had the right combination. He had a love for the Lord. His heart was right, obviously, but his mind was well fed. That's why his program, his radio program was called Let My People Think, because sadly, a lot of Christians don't always use their mind for the glory of God. Well, Bill, listeners are going to have to go to your article to find some of the quotes, but is there one or two that might be just outstanding that we can put our finger on today for listeners to whet the appetite for some of the amazing things that he was able to say? Yeah, oh, look, it's, you know, when you got hundreds, uh, thousands, it's pretty hard to... Uh, try to pick a few. In fact, in my first piece on Ravi, I had 28 quotes. In my second piece, I had 25 quotes. So uh, even amongst those, it's a bit of a toughie. And and what I did deliberately was try to give a real mix. Uh, You know, some were his great theological, philosophical worldview and apologetics quotes, uh, which he's got many, but of course we may not know. He also wrote a number of very kind of practical devotional books as well. He he wrote a book on marriage, for example. Uh, he wrote books on, you know, very practical Christianity. So it wasn't just, uh, you know, the hardcore intellectual apologetics kind of stuff. Uh, so Well, let me just grab one. His book, I, Isaac, Take Thee, Rebecca, which was his book on marriage. He had a neat line in there that I quoted. Love is hard work. I would carry it one step further. It is the hardest work I know of, work from which you are never entitled to take a vacation. Uh, funny, I posted that on Facebook, and some gal came back and said, I, I, I can never understand what does that mean. And I said, well, uh, the truth is, sometimes, uh, well, love is more than a feeling. It's an act of the will. Uh, You know, sometimes we're called to love the unlovable. So in a sense, it is work. Uh, It's not just being run by your emotions, but always choosing to do the right thing, even when you don't feel like it. So that's one of his more uh, practical and devotional quotes, but there'd be many more like those as well. I've found one from one of his books that you've quoted, uh, the book Deliver Us From Evil that he wrote back Mm -hmm. in 1996 where he says, The Mm -hmm. grandeur of the gospel strikes deep into the soul of wickedness 
because it offers not merely an analysis of the condition, nor just the strength to do what is right. It goes to our inmost being, where the work of God changes what we want to do. This is not an ethical system calling us to civility. This is the transforming work of the grace of God, who then deigns to call us his children. I mean, it is, it's deep stuff, isn't it? Yeah, well, again, he was a very deep thinker, had a great mind that he used for Christ and the kingdom, and uh, which is why he was so effective. I mean, he could talk to a child or, you know, a plumber, uh, but he could talk to university professors. He could talk to uh, presidents and uh, prime ministers. He could talk to, well, so many university audiences that he did around the world. So again, that was this combination of gifts, not just uh, intellect on fire, well prepared with a lot of reading and study, but a heart that overflowed with love for God, uh, a real grace for uh, others. Uh, In fact, in my third piece that I did on Ravi this week, I looked at other aspects of him, including the fact that he was always so, you know, he was very good, very gracious with others, patient treated others with respect. And for me, you know, it's like a role model. Paul could talk about follow me as I follow Christ. And in a sense, we can follow people like Ravi Zacharias. You know, we don't just want to have all the answers like he did, but we want to know how to treat people uh, as Christ would as well. I think I too often get impatient with others or, you know, want to win the argument, but you can lose the person. So, you know, he was this complete package, uh, great intellect, great heart, but he treated people well. And I think, you know, often it's not even the arguments all the time. It's just to know that you're showing the love of Christ that will reach so many people. So for all these reasons, boy, there's so much we can take from Ravi. We've got zillions of his books and Uh, sermons, talks, videos, just Google his name, you'll find heaps in my articles. I've linked to some of his better videos. So we have that as a lifelong legacy of his. And uh, if you're uh, a stranger to Ravi Zacharias, well, uh, now's the time to start getting caught up with this great man. Bill, we used to run Ravi Zacharias Just Thinking program during 2020. And mm-hmm. I recall long, lengthy series that were simply made up of Ravi responding to questions yep. at the end yep. of a presentation. These Q&A sessions were yep. so, so fabulous. And mm-hmm. the ability to think on your feet the way that he yep. was able yep. to do, a real gift. And I wonder whether yep. you've got any thoughts here uh, for listeners as we make a sort of an application perhaps of how that gifting might come out in in all of us listening to our Mm -hmm. conversation today, the way we might get to think on our feet, perhaps not at the depth that Ravi Zacharias was able to do, but to try and aspire to some way of being able to offer really substantial answers when people Mm -hmm. ask us a simple question. Yeah, good question of yours, Neil. Um, In one sense, it is a unique gift, and it's not for everybody. Uh, God doesn't call everybody to be full-time apologists or evangelists, uh, doesn't call everyone to be in the media spotlight, maybe with the culture wars. Uh, for example, uh, 
I, over the years, would have done, well, over thousands, actually, of interviews, newspaper, radio, TV, and it was the same thing, mostly the cultural wars and family battles. But, yeah, you have to be quick on your feet. You know, you got a camera looking at you. you got a microphone stuck in your face. You're live on TV, and they ask you a curly question. Well, you don't have time to say, well, let me go look that one up. I'll get back to you in an hour. You have to answer instantly uh, on the spot. And the same as you say with Ravi and Q&A, there's no time to uh, check things out. You just have to be ready. So uh, for both of us, we would argue that, uh, look, uh, the biggest weapon we can have in this sense is to be prepared. Know your stuff. If you're, say, debating somebody, well, you want to know very well the person you're debating, what kind of objections he might raise. And, of course, the more you do this, the more familiar you are with the objections raised. So Ravi would have heard countless similar criticisms and questions and objections to Christianity. So, yeah, part of it is being well-read, well-prepared. But, again, the other part is not everyone has that kind of calling. But having said all that, we go back right to 1 Peter 3.15, which is where we do get the word apologetics from. There's the Greek word there when Peter says, always be ready to give an answer uh, for the hope that lies within you. So if somebody asks you, you're ready. So in that sense, guess what? Every single follower of Jesus Christ is an apologist. We should be ready with an answer. Uh, some of us might have to say, well, look, I don't know about that. I'll defer you to somebody like Ravi Zacharias. But we all should have the basics of our faith down pat, you know, know what you believe, know why you believe. That should be something every Christian has to some extent. So they're on a train talking to their neighbor. They get asked a curly question, you know, why does God allow suffering or whatever, they might be have a little bit of uh, an answer they can give or at least be able to point them in the right direction. Well, we lost a great apologist this week, Ravi Zacharias. He was 74 years of age, but he left a legacy. And we'll continue to hear his teaching on the radio. You'll continue to be able to buy his DVDs and see his segments online. And they will go on being effective in the lives of people as people approach the questions. And to see this man on display is quite a significant thing. You've written a number of pieces this week, Bill. The uh, first one, Vale, Ravi Zacharias. And then you've spent some time with key quotes around Ravi. I want to thank you so much for uh, for reflecting on him the way that you've done. And I want to point listeners to Culture Watch. Simply Google Culture Watch one word or go to BillMuhlenberg.com to see the latest articles that Bill's written and these ones featuring Ravi Zacharias. Bill, thanks so much for taking some time to update us and share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Many thanks. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.